All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. plushcare.com/weightloss. Can you see You're listening to Canucks Conversation. Quinn Hughes, the reporter here. Like, I don't, I don't cover the Canucks. Yeah. I cover Quinn Hughes and what he's doing to the Canucks. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Just wave the guy and get Demko involved. I'm one of the men in Valentine's Day. Wow. We should do a radio show together. <laughs> right on. I want to fist bump you right now. What a Don't waste all the good stuff on the off air. Let's go. Hello, Canucks fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Canucks Conversation brought to you by the great folks at DoorDash. You can use promo code CONVODD, capital C, capital D's, one word, CONVODD. That will get you 25% off and free delivery on your first order with the DoorDash app. Does Ding not dong. get much better than that, folks. My name is Dave Quadrelli. I'm joined, as always, by the man who built the place, Chris Faber. Our technical producer is Alex Allard. 
This is the Canucks conversation. I am wearing a San Diego Padres jersey and a Seattle Mariners hat. Uh, as we are recording this, we're about five minutes away from first pitch between the Seattle Mariners and the Toronto Blue Jays, who Vancouver Canucks head coach Bruce Boudreaux said today is his team. He said it's Canada's team. Uh, just keeping in mind that Bruce Boudreaux is from Ontario and he's only spent a year in Vancouver. Got a quote right here. Lisa sent this or gave this to us in person right yeah. there. Look at this beautiful Blue Jays quilt from the back view there. Why are you putting it over my face? Just showing it off, getting that Mariners logo out of here. Canada's team, Bruce Boudreaux, said it today. I'm reluctant to show who's on the back of this jersey, but yes, it is a Fernando Tatis Jr. jersey. Uh, I've got my Mariners hat on, though. So let's jump into it, Chris. Let's switch up the cameras, Alex, and we're going to talk now because we've got a lot. This is going to be a fun little episode because... We're taking questions from the listeners live on the YouTube chat. And if you're listening to the podcast, just remember, we're live on YouTube, 1 p.m. every day. Feel free to make us a part of your day. We like being a part of your day. Uh, we've seen people actually saying that they have started to uh, kind of switch from the podcast and they're moving on to the YouTube chat. Yeah, so, people moving their lunch breaks around too. You got to get one o'clock lunch break. That, I, think, I think taking your lunch at one's a good idea anyways, because then it's like, well, you only got a couple hours left in the rest of the day. Yeah, you're take, making big assumptions about people's work days. But, take your uh, lunch hour then. That's okay. Okay, uh, let's let's jump into the chat. Oh, here your video looks bad, eh? Look at that. Nah, that's okay. Video we, looks bad over there on Quadrilli's side. We've got a we've got a we've got someone in the chat already. Alien Pete jumped yeah, in and said, you. "Let's Good go, job, Alex. Love this new format. Big podcast listener. Love seeing Faber's." prospect clips yeah that's all prospect clips good but look at this video of quads here it looks like he's filming on an android <laughs> it doesn't look that bad <laughs> yeah it looks bad over here oh, people whatever. in the chat clean it up there it's quads. your wi-fi this is the problem is it's your wi-fi oh weird because i'm connected on the same wi-fi and uh look at me chris chris uh crystal clean over here whatever crystal clean too. yep crystal clean let's get okay. into uh right off the top before we get too much into the uh the canucks and coyotes 7 p.m alex pull it up look at this right off the top next dog doesn't have a dog in him. The Canucks now have a dog with them because the Canucks have added a dog to the roster. Yes. Look at this. Meet Rip. The, na the name, obviously. Uh, you know uh, what? Real inspired... missed opportunity here for me to say meet Tristan Nielsen and have the dog, <laughs> the dog in him. Oh, my gosh. Coming up. Uh, you got the dog in him uh, there, Alex? Pull that up. There it is. There's Tristan Nielsen right there. <laughs> Picture of a dog in him. Yeah. So, again, I hate that you do this. For the Sorry. podcast listeners, Faber just showed an x-ray of a rib cage, and it had a dog poking out of it. Uh, that coming from well, Tristan Nielsen's yeah. doctor. Actually, yeah. Send that over to his team doctor that connects him while he sent okay. us x-ray uh, Tristan Nielsen. couple more people in the chat here. Sarah saying, or 9 p.m. dinner from the UK. Kevin Punter said, yeah, Dude. quads, you're running like 50 pixels total. Uh, and then Cody Severson <laughs> jumped in and said, let's go. Now you're back this now. new format. Big podcast listener hate seeing Faber's prospect <laughs> clips. I love people in the chat here. I love, we have, uh, is it Aiden from Australia or New Zealand? New uh, Zealand? Australia. Australia. Aiden Fox. So Aiden from uh, Australia. We had someone there from, uh, from the UK there as well. Did I hear? Yeah. We've got listeners all over the world. It's cool Chris. to hear all that stuff. Well, we had someone yesterday. Uh, Mitchell sent it in. He's a podcast listener regular. He's from Germany, but he went over to Sweden there. Watch back. Well, we had the picture there. Uh, there you go. Up in here yesterday. You were so snoozing. Jump, in the, jump into the chat now. You don't have to wait, folks. You can get the questions in now. We'll be saving them. We can scroll up. We'll be going back to those uh, when we get to the chat question segment. But right now, we're going to talk. Nope. Okay. Before we get to it, we don't have an idea for a name of this chat yet. So if your name isn't Cody Sievertson, you can give us a, an idea for what we want. Because I feel like one day a week. Probably Fridays. Yeah, maybe Fridays, but we'll see because I like Fridays to set up the weekend. One day a week we want to do like a chat questions thing. 
Yeah, like we'll take questions from the chat. Let's bring in producer Alex and put him on the spot. Alex, you maybe have some ideas for some for this segment here to talk about the, the chat question. A name questions. for the segment. Give us a name, Alex. For the chat. What do you think? Chat questions, Alex. Where are you leaning here? Producer Alex uh, on the mic. Don't really have don't really have anything for you guys here. Way to put him on the no, spot, No, I feel Chris. like yesterday Alex was spitting ideas like crazy. <laughs> I was telling this after the show, all these ideas for the chat. Uh, Canadian Clay jumped in and said, Quads, my condolences on your favorite player, Tyler Myers, being out two to four weeks. Uh, and Alien Pete, kind of foreshadowing a little bit because I do have something on this. Uh, it's going to be running on Canucks Army tomorrow, Saturday. Uh, who goes to the ECHL, Seelovs or Mikey DiPietro? I will get to that because I've got, I've got something on this and we'll answer that in the chat questions. But right now, Chris, let's talk about the Canucks projected lineup versus the Arizona Coyotes. Alex, as the chat... right, Alex has it right on the bottom there, that little bar. Lineup and Coyotes. Light it up, Alex. Light as it up. The, as the chat already there mentioned, it is. Tyler Myers out two to four weeks. This complicates things for the Canucks. There's going to be an article on CanucksArmy.com very shortly from Noah Strang about two options that hit the waiver wire today uh, to see if the Canucks might be interested in claiming one of those. Because as you kind of said before we went on air here, they kind of have to, right? I think so. I think you got to add a defenseman at this point. You don't want to roll in there with seven defensemen, and one of them being Tucker Pullman, who really we don't. We, I mean, he's playing. He's been. He's been and healthy. We'll, let's let's okay. you know. And Will Lannon, he's impressed, but he's still not you sure know, well, a regular NHL defense. You don't want there to be so much pressure on a Pullman or a Will Lannon to to come in and be here and be a guy that you're trusting every night. At least have another name to help them at this point, because yeah, Tyler Myers is going to miss some games. We do see uh, No Quinn Hughes in the lineup tonight. This is not an injury. Not an injury. This is a planned night off. Uh, Boudreaux kind of mentioned that uh, you know it's the same thing. It, it was weird. We we're kind of some of the guys in the media today at the game we were just chatting. We're like, it seems like Boudreaux likes the uh, give my guys like four games in the preseason kind of thing. I, yeah. I think he even kind of mentioned that about JT Miller, where he was like three for uh, Miller in Edmonton. He's like, well, he's played three. We'll get him uh, a fourth look in. Uh, against the Coyotes. So I, I loved Boudreaux's quote about the Quinn Hughes, though. He said, "Is you know, why, you know, Quinn Hughes out of the lineup? Is it planned, is it? And he's just said, you know what? We know what he can do. That's what Boudreaux said about yeah, Quinn Hughes. I, I think mean, he's going to uh, make the team. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think we're pretty aware of that. I like, um, let's pull up the lineup here, Alex. We could uh, pull this up here. Um, the Canucks lineup for tonight, uh, at least the forward group, my tweet. I'm at the practice there today, uh, sending out pictures. I was a little surprised. Niels Amon, I've been surprised with him throughout camp. I think we're getting to the point now of seeing Niels Amon push a Jason Dickinson, which I tell you what, mm. coming over from the SHL with a guy being, you know, 400th in scoring in the SHL last season, that's that's impressive to be able to come over here and make an NHL lineup. Uh, and right now, I, I this looks like the final kind of tinkering of the lineup to see what it looks like before you get to opening night against the Oilers on Wednesday. Neil Simon's kind of played himself into that spot. Like, he has, has Tucker Pullman... Or sorry, not Tucker Pullman. I'm just thinking... Has guys, Jason Dickinson played himself out of that position? I, that's the thing. I don't think he's played himself out of that position, but he hasn't played himself into that position. Yeah. Either. In a yeah. similar way to Niels Amon has played himself to be in the conversation. He hasn't played himself to be into that position. Tonight could be a night where he does that. though. You know, like if Niels yeah. Amon has a really good night tonight and he's able to just play himself into that spot, look like an NHL fourth liner against a, let's be honest, the Arizona Coyotes are not putting together a hell of a lineup here. This is going to be similar well, Alex to chase in the lineup. So Careful what you're saying. Yeah. No, it was funny. My uh, my fiance was doing this thing where you have to pick a player. It's like a, a fantasy league, but you pick a player off of every team who's going to put up the most points. Who's going to put up the most points for the Coyotes? Like Shane Goss's bear? Clayton Keller? I said I think she went with Clayton yeah. Keller, but I was thinking maybe Goss's bear? I think it's Clayton See, Keller. You know, maybe Chason puts up 25 goals this year. Speaking of, speaking of fiancés slash love interests. Okay, here we go. Addison Ray's birthday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, my girlfriend's not going to be happy about that. No, she isn't. But uh, yeah, happy birthday, Addison <laughs> yeah, Ray. Happy birthday, Addison Ray. You might see her on this episode when the uh, quad sleeper yep. cam pops up. Pull it up, Alex. Um, yeah, as well. Good for happy birthday, Addison Ray. Uh, you've good been on for this, Addison Ray. Yeah, 2027. 20, 21? I, I have no idea. She's probably she younger than you. She's on the TikTok. You I know. didn't know who she was until you started saying that I was watching her on TikTok, which I'm, no, I'm not. I don't follow her. I, I, pride, don't, I still don't really know who no, she is. I take pride in this show being pretty damn honest, and that's the most <laughs> biggest lie you've ever told on the show. You're over there sw- swiping up and down here. <laughs> Trying to double tap the screen right now, probably. Oh, okay, uh, injury update. That's our next thing on the docket here. Let's get to it because, whoa, whoa, like whoa. we said, you, know, you got pro- more on the lineup. Well, what saying, could yeah. you possibly have? Well, we're nine minutes in the show. Let's talk more about the lineup here. The first thing in the, in the little bar on the bottom there. What about the defenseman? Without Hughes in the lineup, we're going to see what I expect to see for the uh, the pairings tonight. Oliver ekman Larson with Tucker Pullman. That's probably going to be your top pairing tonight. Oh, boy. So, uh, you know. <laughs> At least you're Buckle playing the, up, Canucks fans. You're still playing the Coyotes, so that's not bad. Second pairing, I expect it to be Jack Rathbone and Luke Shen, and then Christian Wolainen and Kyle Burrows wrapping up uh, a defense core where it's like, hey, you know what? <laughs> this this team looks a lot different without Quinn Hughes. Let's just put it that way. It obviously looks different without Tyler Myers, um, but even worse without Quinn Hughes. So I, I'm not still too worried about this game. I think the Canucks are going to end up running through the Coyotes at home to wrap up preseason. You're getting some of your guys back. Uh, JT Miller's excited to be back on the power play, obviously. Um, He joked about it today, too. I asked him, like, hey, you know, after seeing what they did, scoring three goals the other night against the Oilers, um, are you just kind of itching to get back out there? And he's like, I I thought I was going to lose my spot because they looked so good (laughs) the other night. So, uh, yeah, Miller's not having to worry about that. He'll be back on PP1. All right, let's get to uh, your your last one, Thatcher Dunko and Nett. We're expecting to see a full game from Thatcher Demko. We haven't been told yeah. otherwise anyway. So he should get a full game. Full game for uh, Thatcher Demko is what I expect to see. We don't have that confirmed, but uh, also didn't hear anything because Spencer Martin did get the start the other day and played all three periods out in Abbotsford against the Oilers. Yeah, I'd expect to see a really good good performance from the Canucks tonight. They're playing the Coyotes. Man, they should run through this team. I got more on that later on the Betway bet. There's a little... Uh, little prequel telling you about uh, what's coming up down the road. Foreshadowing is the word. Foreshadowing there uh, for our Betway bet. That's coming up a little bit later. Um, But let's get to the injuries here. Get those questions in, folks. Uh, But let's get to the injuries. Like you said, as we already mentioned, Tyler Myers. Alex is so quick on that little bar on the bottom there. Look at that. Tyler Myers. Light it up. Tyler Myers out two to four weeks with a lower body injury. That's the big one. But we also have some positive injury news. Obviously, uh, Justin Dowling was placed on waivers today, which suggests that he's healthy. So that's great to see. Uh, he should be at Abbotsford training camp tomorrow. Don't think anybody's going to be claiming Justin Dowling. Who knows? Stranger things have happened. Uh, but I also just wanted to mention that there was a positive injury update from Bruce Boudreaux today. Uh, mentioned that Brock Besser and Ilya Mikheyev, he expects both of those guys to travel with the team uh, both are going to be participants in practice. Hopefully, Besser could be a full participant, and Mikheyev might be um, wearing a no-contact jersey. So that's what we're expecting to see. Uh, Boudreaux expects both of these players to travel to Edmonton. So some good injury updates. Whenever it's an injury update, people get scared. They say, oh, well, who's gone down now? And we don't have an update on Travis Dermott, like we said on the last show. Not really sure. We don't speculate too much, but the guy left feeling woozy and we just haven't heard any updates since. So all the best to Travis Dermott in his recovery. Yeah, and I think let's start with the Tyler Myers thing there. Um, Boudreaux mentioned this. like uh, With Myers out two to four weeks now with a lower body injury, 
are we expecting to see Quinn Hughes on the right side? This is the quote from Bruce Boudreaux. He says, there's a good possibility that might happen. So a lot of uh, contradicting And that's why that you sentence. do this in the preseason, right? Like, I, I know there was people kind of scoffing at it saying, well, what's the point? Like, you got this guy, this guy, this guy, and, and now you have a hole on the left side. That's why you do this, right? If you lose your top right-handed defenseman, the next guy behind him right now is Tucker Pullman, who we're talking about as being a guy like, does he even deserve to be in this lineup with the way he's played? I should mention, I was actually impressed with Tucker Pullman the day in Abbotsford, that game on Wednesday night. I was actually impressed with Pullman. And that was the same day that I was out here saying that I, you know, this guy should probably be sent down. And if he wasn't making what he makes on a contract, he probably would have been sent down, uh, you know, with injury problems and with the way he played, uh, you, you got to give him another shot, right? And I actually don't hate, I know I was poking fun at it before, but I don't hate the idea of him playing with Oliver Ekman Larson tonight against the Coyotes. Yeah, it's, it's, like get the guy reps. Sure, and it's going to get a big, um, a big test, really. Too. I mean, he's going to be using a top line role. Probably see close to twenty minutes for Tucker Pullman tonight, depending on how much we see uh, the Canucks have power plays because we won't see Pullman out for that. But penalty kill, top pairing minutes, like Pullman is going to get the final test of this preseason for him, and he's going to be tested a lot. Uh, it, it's going to be a situation where we're going to see Tucker Pullman be put to. Like I said, put to the, push to the limit almost yep. to his game. So that'll be interesting to see. Um, quickly, let's go back. I want to touch on one more thing from the lineup, actually, before we before we continue on sure. uh, with injuries. Actually, you know what? I think we mostly covered most of the injury stuff there, right? Yeah, like, we did. Uh, we finished all the injuries. I'm excited to get to these chat questions. We well, got some pouring in. Quickly, let's go back to the lineup real quick. I want to talk about this line here. Pull it up there, Alex. Pull it up. Line up here. This line right here of, uh, of Niels Huglander playing with JT Miller and Tanner Pearson. Interesting little trio coming together there. Miller said some good things uh, about Huglander. Alex, you pull that up too. I got that in the in the worksheet here. Uh, you got to J- read the quote. It's well, our podcast. I'm saying JT listeners. Miller. I know. I'm saying JT Miller's. Uh, he's talking about Niels Huglander and, and kind of saying how that fit's going to be nice. He likes the uh, the little fella here. Here it is, right here. The little fella. <laughs> well, that's what he said. He said he's got a. This is what this is. Uh, JT Miller talking about Niels Huglander. Says he's got such good energy and tons of skill. And you know he's pretty heavy for a little guy. He brings a lot of good qualities, and we're going to play a pretty blue-collar game tonight, and hopefully we get rewarded. It's JT Miller chatting about Niels Huglander adding to his line because Pearson and Miller have spent a lot of time together so far here in uh, in the preseason. Niels Huglander hasn't seen a sniff of that line. So a little interesting mix here to uh, to see what happens, and this might be more of an indication to me of like, hey, if Brock Besser is going to be pretty close to ready for opening night, what does this mean for Niels Huglander? Right, if he's playing in this spot right now, is this a spot that you're holding until Brock Besser's healthy? We expect, and the, and Bruce was saying that this is a little bit optimistic thinking, but he wants to see a full practice from Brock Besser on Sunday. And that would be that would be a best case scenario. It very much would be. It would be very interesting if we get to that point. Um, and like you said, that's an optimistic look at it from Boudreaux, but he also like you know I, I think he knows what he's doing when he's talking to the media. He's not just yep. like thinking out loud. I think he's you know, that's, giving that's us a grounded in fact. Yes, right? Exactly. Yeah. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Okay, let's get to the chat questions here because they're starting to pour in. I'm going to start. Alex, I don't think we have to hit the goalie intro, but put that camera on me. You can maybe put the sleeper cam on Chris for this one because I'm talking goalies. Because the first question uh, in our live chat comes from Alien Pete. Who goes to the ECHL? Archer Silovs or Mike DiPietro? And I'm writing about this. I'm kind of talking to people behind the scenes, putting something together for Canucks Army. Like I said, hopefully it's going to be out on Saturday. But this is really interesting to me, folks, because I found out, and I think this actually got mentioned on Reddit. So shout out Canucks Reddit, because I think that's what started me down this this rabbit hole and trying to figure out exactly what it is. But Reddit doesn't like you, though. Reddit loves me now. I'm I'm one of them on Reddit. So I'm not getting into that right now. But Mike DiPietro has a standard player contract. I'm doing this all from memory. The folks on the live stream can see I don't read anything when I do this. But uh, barely, uh, they can barely see it with the fogginess on oh, your camera. Whatever, over there. whatever. Just settle it down. Settle it down. Okay, can I get this out, please? You just you sit back, you scroll your TikTok. I don't know who the older version all I of got, All is. I got here up on my screen, my second screen, I'm ready for prospect uh, videos here. Okay. So let's well, get to it. Hold already. on, because I, I haven't taken my sleep medication. Look at this. Yet, see, so. Alex has got the back view right here. Look at this. What do I got up here, Alex? You're watching prospects. Okay, oh. enough, enough. Here we go. Uh, Mike DiPietro, Archer Silovs. The thing about players on standard NHL contracts, which remember Mike DiPietro is, he can't be sent down to the ECHL without approval. So Mikey DiPietro can block a loan to the ECHL. And what you expect from hearing Patrick Alvin say that they're only going to carry two goaltenders in Abbotsford and two goaltenders in the NHL, this is a string of events, right? They signed Colin Delia, but... They don't trade Mikey DiPietro in the offseason. As I wrote earlier this week, when Colin Delia hit waivers, there was a chance that he would get claimed. He didn't get claimed, so now the Canucks have three goaltenders, and one of those is going to be the odd man out. What I'm curious about, Chris, is because of that, I wonder if they've already figured out a spot for a goaltender to go in the ECHL. One, I wonder if they're going to send archers there so that he can play a ton instead of being behind Colin Delia, who, like I like I wrote about, uh, is really excited to kind of work with Marco Terenius and Ian Clark and get his game kind of fine-tuned and bring some structure into his game, which he told me um, he hasn't really had at any point in his career. He kind of cited that as the reason that he's never been able to take that next step. So Colin Delia is happy to be in this organization. It's why he signed here. He signed here to get structure brought into his game by Ian Clark and obviously Marco Terenius now working uh, in Abbotsford and Curtis Sanford's old position as well. Kind of sees some similarities uh, between himself and Spencer Martin. Kind of not a blueprint, I guess. When I was talking with him, he actually said, like, it's not really a blueprint, but you can kind of see uh, the proof 
proof of concept uh, by how Spencer Martin was kind of able to uh, transform his game last season. So Colin Deli in a similar spot as Spencer Martin was last year. But let's get to really what this question is about, and that's the ECHL. I wonder if the Canucks have already figured out a loan spot in the ECHL. And one, if they ask Mikey to report. Two, if they trade Mike DiPietro, and by all accounts, they haven't gotten any trade requests that have been anything worth their while. And again, like another thing you think of is why, why shoot yourself in the foot when it comes to goaltending depth, right? Like a position they have pretty good depth in. Why, why get rid of that for nothing, if that makes sense? So that's another kind of aspect to think about here. But what I'm really curious about is who gets sent down to the ECHL. It, it's not just a matter of the Canucks saying, okay, Mike, you're going down. It's a matter of saying, Mike, will you go down? And look, I'm I'm just speculating here, but I can't imagine Mikey DiPietro feels like he wants to go to the ECHL, right? Like I can't imagine, like I haven't spoken to him about this. I'm not getting this from him, not getting this from an agent or anything like that. I'm just saying that at this point in his career, one, I don't think Mikey DiPietro feels like he owes the Canucks anything. Two, I don't think that... And remember, the guy asked for a trade request this past offseason. And I'm not faulting him for that. I'm not saying that was a bad move by him or anything like that. I'm just saying I'm not sure that Mikey DiPietro is going to be looking at this situation and saying, oh yeah, I'll go down to the ECHL, no problem. And I just wanted to point out, the big thing I wanted to point much, out is let that... Me cut you off there. How much of a fight is there going to be then from DiPietro? What do you mean like, fight? Well, it's like a snap of, of the fingers. No, I'm saying like to not go to the... No, to put them in a weird spot of saying, oh, well, maybe we're, we're going to keep three goalies here, just not play you. Like, uh, the, to me, this feels like there's going to be quite a bit of a That's an problem option. in the AHL. If, if he just says, no, I'm not going to the ECHL, I'm not doing that. That's an option. What does he do? Sit in Abbotsford? Well, hang on a sec because here's going to lose for dinner every night. Here's an interesting Spicy tidbit. Peanut, uh, here's an interesting tidbit because wins. there's there's an example of this, a recent example. Jordan Bennington. The Blues tried to send him down to the ECHL. And he said no. He declined it. He did what I... And again, I don't want to say I expect DPS to do this, but what Mikey DPS has the power to do, Jordan Bennington did it. Worked out for him. Did it not? Because I think he won the cup the next year, if memory serves correct. And uh, again, I'm not saying Mikey DPS is going to lead anybody to the cup next year. That's your damn co who. <laughs> but my main point is that, you know, we've seen this. We've seen a guy in Jordan Bennington who declined, just flat out declined to go to the ECHL. And then he got loaned to another AHL team. The problem with that is, why are you going to play a guy uh, ahead of your own guys? If that makes sense, a loaned goaltender, why are you going to play him? ahead of that goaltender that you have. So just something to keep in mind, Mikey DiPietro can block a move to the ECH, or a demotion to the ECHL, excuse me. Archer Seelovs, who is on an ELC, cannot. So I wonder, because uh, again, we, we've talked about a lot. Archer Seelovs is viewed as the goalie of the future in this organization. Yeah, that's definitely changed in a year's perspective of looking at the AHL now. It's it's very much gone from, is Mikey DiPietro you know, the next up and comer to be the backup in a couple of years, it feels a lot more like Archer Seelovs now. Well, yeah, exactly. And again, so now you wonder, do they want Archer Seelovs just playing a ton in the ECHL? Because he'd get that opportunity to play a lot in the ECHL, one would assume. So again, you have to find a good scenario for him where he would play a lot. Uh, just something to keep in mind. And sorry, I spent so long talking about this. And there's yeah, a poll in the chat right now. I don't think you have control of this. So I'm wondering who the hell did this. I don't know if it was Alex. If, if he did, Alex is going to be in your good books even more. But a little poll in the chat. Alex is, is already this in my good goalie book. talk boring? And it says yes, also yes are the only two options. I don't, I don't, I'm not voting in this and I'm, I'm very upset about it. I, what are you going to vote? Yes or well, also yes? The live yes. chat 
I'm, I'm just pointing out, we got more live viewers right now than anybody. So that means people were texting their friends saying, hey, Quads is talking goalies. You better hop in here. Uh, we got a we got a high number of people in the chat right now, and I don't even know. You got any what other to questions? Then what's going on in there? Yeah, we do have other chat. Yeah, Riley Puss jumped in and said, "DPD, really?" And this is going back to our old Atlas Goods poll okay. question from the other day, where we've let the listeners and the readers at Canucks Army vote for Repeaty or DPD as the nickname for the new newly drafted defenseman Elias Pettersson. DPD one, and I know that was the one you liked. I like Rapidi, and I can't believe DPD one. It's a horrible. Rapidi, that sounds name. even worse. Rapidi is a great name. Repeaty sounds a little bit better. It's not, oh my gosh, I, I'm not. I'm not doing this again. Where I explain to people the pronunciation of the word repeat. It's not repeat. The word is repeat. I would say repeat. The repeat like shows when you say like a re, the repeats are on. No. Watching repeats. Repeats. I'm watching repeats on television. That doesn't sound right. The word repeat. That's yeah. how you pronounce the word. I'm repeat. Just, all right. Anyway. What else you got in there? Any other questions? Yeah. Uh, it is on really question. Daniel J. Kirk jumped in. Love it all. Keep going with the prospects report. You guys rock. So I'm saying we people will want have the prospects prospect. here. We will have a prospect report. Daniel, so, uh, appreciate the support. A lot of people in the chat, actually. Canadian Clay, thoughts on the Uyghur extension and what it means for the Canucks adding a right-handed defenseman next offseason. The Calgary Flames signing Mackenzie Uyghur to an extension. Look at that. Already on the screen. Beautiful work uh, by, our, by our producer, Alex Lark. Eight-year extension. That's at me. 6. I don't know. Alex didn't do anything. He just flipped it over to me. Eight-year extension at 6.25. That's a discount for the Flames, is it not? I'm just flipping through back and forth showing you that was me. You got anything to say? Um, well, I want to answer the question. What is? How does it affect the Canucks in approaching a, a – I mean, Uyghur's, a, I think, a, a highly underrated defenseman, at least, on what he's going to bring to this team, specifically like the offense that I think he's going to bring from the back end to the Flames. And it just kind of shows, like, listen, Uyghur isn't – going to be kind of used as like a top pairing number one guy. Yep. And he's still getting 6.25. So uh, this is this is what you're going to be have to pay, you know, a guy who's playing on your second pairing as a right shot defenseman. I mean, that's just the way that the league is going right now. And I think, you know, we had Frank on yesterday. We're pulling up his tweet right here. Right? You can see Frank Cervalli right there. Pick his nose with the clicker right there. Frank Cervalli. Uh, and then what I'm saying, though, is like these uh, – these contracts that you're going to sign, I think over the next like six to eight months are going to be really interesting because I think this might be the time where you can get a little bit of value. If the cap's going to go up, like we've heard it is like this next six to eight months to me is really going to be interesting to see how many people want to go for eight year deals. Cause eight years from now, what is the cap? I don't think it's going to be anywhere no. near 82.5 North, million North dollars. 92 million. Yeah. So I think that's, what's going to be interesting to see contracts like this, like, Uyghur's contract right now at 6.25. I, th- I think it's fair. I don't think it's a bad looking deal, but eight years from now, I bet it looks a lot better when you're paying a, a Mackenzie Uyghur that much money uh, when it comes to percentage of the cap anyways. Okay. Alien Pete jumped back in and said, any rumblings today, beginning of the long weekend, could there be a trade, a Horvat extension? Canucks love to announce things before a long weekend. I want to point out Brock Besser extension, uh, JT Miller, well, not extension contract, JT Miller uh, and Brock Besser contracts both announced on the Friday uh, ahead of a long weekend. So we'll see. Something's we'll coming. See. Something's coming. Something's coming. A lot of, a lot of rumblings. Uh, just kidding. There's no actual. Okay, I Pete, don't know anything about it. I hear it in the chat. I can, I can feel it in the chat. They want prospects. Well, we've got a lot here. There's, there's a lot of questions, Chris, and we got to get to it. Uh, Canadian Clay jumped in about my goaltending answer. It said, this is an IMAC length answer. That's good stuff, Clay. Big love love to Ian McIntyre. And and Daniel J. Kirk jumping in with another question about goalies. Can goalies that go to the ECHL 
still get premium goalie coaching? This is a really interesting question because I was kind of chatting with Ian Clark about this more in the context of sending prospects out like Ty Young going to the Prince George Cougars, Aku Koskenvo going to Harvard. Uh, and Ian Clark really puts the onus on himself to build a relationship with these guys that are going to be working with the Canucks prospects and the Canucks goaltenders as a whole. So I would expect, uh, and, and Ian Clark is just so well-connected all over the league, right? And um, I shouldn't even say all over the league. I should say the world, right? In multiple leagues around the world. So, uh, yeah, they love him in Finland. Yeah, I don't think Ian Clark's going to have any trouble making a relationship uh, with the ECHL goaltender. And again, he, he when I was chatting with him this this uh, couple months ago, uh, he did mention, like, yeah, you have to respect what they're teaching as well, but you also need to make sure your guys uh, have the tools to succeed uh, and and jump to the next level. Sure, I'm, right? I'd be very surprised if ECHL teams have like a full time goaltending coach, though. Yeah. Too, and, I'd be pretty surprised. But a lot of AHL teams don't have a full time. Yeah, coach. exactly, exactly. So, so again, you have to keep that in mind. Uh, Delilah jumped in and said, "Goalie talk is the best part." Uh, Kevin Punter said, "Goalie talk and hang to heck with the haters." Uh, thank you to you both. And there's there's a lot of other people uh, jumping in the chat. We appreciate all. I like the all poll questions in there. Uh, yeah, it's. Okay, yeah, we, yeah we'll we'll close it out with two more. Uh, Sarah said, which country would you like to see the Canucks play a global series in, and why is it the UK? She's from the UK, as mm. she mentioned. So we'll say the UK for your sakes. Uh, I, I would say Italy. I want to see it in Italy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We could go. We What's could, a concession, we, do you think, for a hockey game like in Italy? Just pizza. Pizza? Tiramisu. Gabagool. Never had tiramisu. <laughs> All right. Uh Nirav jumped in the chat, said, who will have more points by the end of the year? Hoaglander or Pod Colson? I'm going with Silly Pod Colson on that one. I think that's a good question. That is a good question. I don't want to gloss over it either. I think it's Pod Colson. If if you're thinking like who's going to make a bigger impact on a nightly basis, it's 100% Vasily Pod Colson. But if you're talking points, we haven't seen a sniff of Vasily Pod Colson on a power play unit. That's a good point. We've seen a lot of uh, Niels Hoaglander at least getting the opportunity to be on a power play unit. Also now, Hoaglander playing in that role in the top nine. What was it, by Christmas, they said? Yeah. Give me Hugland. No, they said by the end of the year. Oh, end of the year? I'd say maybe by Christmas, I'd say... uh, Season. Season. Sorry, I don't know why I said school. Well, back to school, I've seen people saying, yeah. I just got my new backpack. This video is making you look even younger. than, (laughs) And then you got the bad quality on the... uh, Oh, whatever. Enough. Enough with this. It's coming back, though. Now it looks good. There we go, Alex. It looks great. It's not Alex's fault. It's your Wi-Fi. That's what I'm saying. I'm on the same Wi-Fi here. All right, let's get to a prospects report. Yeah, I got stuff to do here. Boom. All right, let's get it going right here. Look at this. Our guy, number one prospect in the Vancouver Canucks system, Jonathan LeCaramacchi, selected in the first round of the most recent NHL draft. Jonathan LeCaramacchi scoring at 5-on-5 today in his Alspenskin game. This is important because it's 5-on-5, folks. We do not see a lot of 5-on-5 goals from Jonathan LeCaramacchi. Haven't seen a ton over his SHL career. So for him to score at 5-on-5, huge. You like to see this other part of this goal. He's actually just going to the net. Go to the net. This is what we need to see from this kid. A drive to go out and get the puck, create things on his own. I know he's the one receiving the pass on this one, but this is good to see. Jonathan LeCaramacchi going to the net. You'd love to see it. Aquad, do you like looking at that stuff over there, Jonathan LeCaramacchi prospects? Yeah, just I love it, Chris. I All love right. I love watching the same goal over and over. Also, what are you talking our about? favorite Oilers fan, Yash Arya, jumping in the chat, saying, yo, Canucks fan, fans. Yash has actually been here every show. I believe since bagged milk, which was no, no, before that Tuesday, I think was uh, okay. Yash. Yash, welcome to the chat. We appreciate your presence. What did they say just say hi? Just said yo, oh, Canucks okay. fans. Okay, appreciate it. And it's an oil. Yash is an Oilers fan that just that. 
keeps jumping in our chat. We appreciate it's fine, it. It's fine to you know connect with other fan bases. Branch a little out, yeah. Bit. yeah. The exactly. only person in the Oilers fan base we don't like is Bag Milk. Oh, geez, I tell you what, Bag Milk. That's what it looks like you're filming out of on that camera. Put that back there, Alex. Look at this. Oh, get, oh my goodness. Oh, whatever. It's your your fault. No, it's not. I, I'm on the same Wi-Fi. Whatever. Here we go. Look at me. Whatever. Crystal clear. Get, I me on, get me on wired. Internet. 2880p over here. 2080p. Okay. Do you got anything else with the prospects? Yeah, support? I do have more prospects. I got no more videos, though, unfortunately. Uh, Aiden McDonough, Jackson Dorrington, a couple of Northeastern Huskies. They had a tough uh, tough opening weekend last week, and I told you that. Even though they won in overtime, they should have won that game 5 nothing Tonight, uh, playing against Vermont at about 4 o'clock. I'll have the, all the clips up on Twitter, so follow along for that. Uh, and then Jonathan Meyerberg, right-shot defenseman. We like him. He's moving up our charts, closing in on being a top-five prospect for the Vancouver Canucks. Right-shot defenseman, big body, big, broad shoulders, quads. He's got big, broad shoulders, just the way you like him. Um, Addison Ray, big shoulders, too. Uh, but uh, Jonathan Meyerberg. Yeah, playing top pairing minutes for Mora, which uh, we learned yesterday on the show. Don't have to say IK at the end because people know that I'm talking hockey here. I'm talking hockey. I'm talking Mora. So Mora is the team that he plays for in the Osvenskin. Jonathan Meyerberg, top pairing minutes. Didn't put up a point or anything today, but nice to see him playing top pairing minutes. 20 plus minutes. Probably haven't gone back and checked it out yet, but uh, good stuff. In the chat, Yash Arya jumping back in said, don't go dissing my boy Bagged Milk. He's a good boy at Oilers fan. No, we, we like love Bagged bag milk. milk. We love Bagged Milk. That was a, that was a joke. Okay. Me and, me and Bagged Milk are basically, you know, very similar interests away from hockey. I'm going, Arby's. To, I'm going to Arby's with Bagged Milk next week. I'm very excited for it. I get to hang out with Bagged Milk. It's always always a pleasure. Mm-hmm. And the weather's supposed to be not that bad in Edmonton next week. Well, so. that's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Good. yeah nice. Uh, are you wait? Are you missing the show? When are you going there next week? Anyways, I am there Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So you're gonna be from the Oilers Nation studio. Yeah, then. Thursday you might actually do the show without me because I might be on a plane. I think I land at twelve fifty-five. Well, yeah, you're not that far away. You can make the show. In the yeah, air. I'll do it. I'll do a hit. I'll do it. You pick me up from the airport. Hour-long prospects report here. There you go. Just uh, I won't put the listeners through. I'll make sure I storm my way back into the show somehow. Okay, let's get to hold our. On, can I bring up the waiver thing we didn't touch on? If you want, sure. Interesting. I just want to say, just put a name out there. Just Johnny, keep in mind that when people listen to this episode tomorrow, this can be outdated. Sure. Johnny Kovacevic. Johnny. Johnny is what I'm going with, yeah. Okay. Six foot five defenseman put on waivers today. Uh, from Right-handed the defenseman. Six five, right shot defenseman. 25 years old, third round pick in 2017. Three more years at, uh, at 766,000. We've got the stats here as well. Alex, pull, it, pull it up, Alex. Pull it up. There it is. But Merrimack College, NCAA. This is, uh, you know, Six foot five right shot defenseman put up ten goals in the HL last year. Okay, doesn't come out of nowhere. I tell you what. All right, get it, out. Alex. Pull me up here. Look at this. Here he is, right here, the big fella. Six it's foot right five. There, he put up eleven goals. Six foot five. That's why I said eleven goals he in the said A last. Ten. Well, double digits, same thing. Here he is, right here. Uh, we're looking for the replay here. This is a long video. Faber's false narrative. Uh, pulling up folks. here. Here it is. Manitoba folks. Moose. Good squad. Former Canucks uh, AHL team. Look at this big guy. Six foot five. Where's number four? Wrist shot. Ding. Boom. Double post hey, and then this is great for the podcast listeners again. Well, people understand he's got a good shot from the point, big body. He's free. He's making, he's on three yeah. more years at 766. Again, will, what are you doing here? This will actually be up shortly. A deep dive into both of these guys' games uh, on CanucksArmy.com. You can go read that. Both of them. Who? Johnny and me? My no. game? Uh, you got some of my old Sarin- tape? Kovic or whatever his name is. Okay. I can't remember his name. I'm just saying he's 6'5 right shot defenseman. You, you, if you're the Canucks right now and you're sitting in a spot right now where you're missing a like big that. right shot defenseman, listen, you only got seven healthy guys right here, and one of those healthy guys is Tucker Pullman. The other one's Christian Wolanin. I'd be really thinking about picking someone up off waivers, and this guy's a good example of a player who, yeah, he played in the AHL last year, but 
he's 25 years old. Maybe he's worth a shot here. I like yeah. it. I like it too. Big body. Okay. Make him do it. You know, push him around. Get him out there pushing yeah, yeah, people yeah, around thanks. a little we bit. get it. We Six get foot it. five. Okay. Uh, Chris French jumping in the chat saying, hello, everyone. Sorry I'm late, guys. Yash Arya adding something. Demko, Vesna candidate, Igor Vasi, or Saros. I went UC Saros. We made our picks for daily faceoff. Gee, I think UC today, Saros man. is getting a, getting a Vesna win this year. Lots of goalie stuff in the chat. Yeah, lots. People like lots. it. Okay. Let's get to our Betway wrap-up. Our friends over at Betway, we have got... Is it a baseball one? I haven't even looked. Pull it up, Alex. Pull it up, Alex. Alex, pull it up. I got a good one here. Look at this bonus bet. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, it's a Canucks one. I got a Canucks one tonight. Yeah, preseason bets. You don't like them. You don't like to do them that often. This is what your preseason bet is, is betting on... No, I'm saying, listen, people that are, like, trying to make money, if you're trying... If you're betting to make money, maybe give your head a shake. But, like, if if you're trying to just have a little fun, Canucks win four nothing tonight at forty one to one. So what do you do? You put it. You put fifty bucks down on that. No, you're, <laughs> you're coming home with like three thousand, two thousand dollars almost. It's free money. So you put. So you put two dollars down. Listen to this. Two dollars down on the Canucks winning four nothing. Right. You went. You hit that eighty uh, eighty two bucks plus your two back eighty four. Okay. You're walking out of there. Tristan Nielsen eighty four. Boom. Now you're laughing. Uh, or you just put the two dollars down on uh, on the thirteen. You walk out there with twenty six. And then if you're like, oh, I'm just here for the actual bets. Here's the, this is the bonus. This is bet. incoherent for podcast. So for listeners. this this bet here, this is from the Padres game tonight. For the first pitch to be a strike of the game, first pitch was a strike in the Jays Mariners. Yep. So you this is on the Padres game, and it's Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer is going to be throwing that first pitch. It's going to be a Mets. fastball down the pipe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You take this bet. Good bet here. And I yesterday like we hit on our we hit on the bet too. Yesterday, yeah. but uh, somebody tweeted at me said should have bet fifty bucks like you said. That's <laughs> what they said in the tweet. I said don't send me uh, any tweets when you lose because <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm not a betting expert. No, but our friends at Betway are so go they check are. them out. They probably they got articles on there teach uh, all everything about everything on Betway.com. Yeah, go check out Betway. All right, we'll wrap it up there for my co. What about the chat? Nothing in the chat. Nothing Give, in the chat. Show the chat some Nothing love. Nothing in the chat. All right. For my co-host, Chris Faber, and our technical producer, Alex You just Allard. want to get out of here. You got the Mariners game on yeah, in the background. There's the Mariners and Jays game. My- That's what we should have had in the bubble here. Pull it up, Alex, the bubble here. This is what we should have had. We should have a Mariners logo in the in the Quadrelli sleeper cam, because that's what he's been thinking about all, all show right. here pretty much. I didn't want to have to do it. Chris Faber's mic is now muted. That's right. I muted you. I'm sorry. For my co-host, Chris Faber, my name is David Quadrelli. For our producer, Alex Lard, my name is David Quadrelli. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Canucks conversation thanks for listening to canucks conversation delivered by doordash hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode how about keep it to a thank you jim hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.